Were you raised to be a strong, independent, and self-sufficient woman since you were a kid, but somewhere along the way you lost your beaten path? Whether you felt broken from a breakup or the dating scene, wrong career choice, friendships gone south, or even just by getting so busy in your day-to-day regimen that you lost the drive that got you there in the first place, then you're in the right spot. My name is Kara Sennett, salon owner, mother of two beautiful girls, currently going through an unexpected divorce and navigating the way back to my inner true self. And it is my goal in this podcast to bring back the independent bitch that is still deep inside of you and me. So stay tuned and get ready to begin writing the next chapter of your life. In the words of Sherry Argov, writer of Why Men Love Bitches, from doormat to dream girl, let's take this journey together one episode at a time. Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of A Bitch is Born with your host, me, Kara Sennett. I want to introduce this podcast to you with all a brief background of myself and my life and what inspired me to start this podcast in the first place. So here we go. I was born in Boston, Massachusetts in February of 1989. I am an Aquarius, and any of you who follow astrology, I'm a true one at that, and which we'll get into a little bit later. I was raised in a small town about 20 miles north of the city called Wilmington. I am an only child, although growing up, I was always very close to a few of my cousins who I still to this day consider to me like sisters. Both of my parents are still married to each other for over 30 plus years. And although getting married was never on my bucket list, I hope that one day, if I did get married, it would be long term and hopefully forever as you commit to in your vows on this day you say I do. Anyways, going back to my childhood, in school, I was always known as a social butterfly. I had a few true close friends that I still keep near and dear to me today. And then I was socially friends with literally everybody else. I was always known to be happy, bubbly, hyper, and a very talkative person. I cheerleaded for many years, and I was always trying to start conversations with people, new friendships, new relationships, or help those look fabulous, at least with their hair anyways. I started working in a hair salon at the age of 16 as just a receptionist to start, but I immediately fell in love with the industry and the passion of making women and men feel and look beautiful. In fact, my high school superlative was the Mother Teresa of Extreme Makeover. My parents raised me to always be independent, that I could do whatever I set my mind to, to never depend on someone else, to be self-sufficient, and to enjoy my life and do the things that I want to do, never depend on a guy in a relationship. But from grade school to now, I have had several serious relationships, I guess you could say. If we want to go back, way back, my first boyfriend I ever had was the complete opposite of me. I am not even sure how we connected back then, but it was in the fourth grade and he was my first love, or what I truly thought was love at 10 years old. Back then, we did not have cell phones, so I would call his house, let it ring twice, and then hang up so he could call me back and we could talk all night on the phone for hours and hours about everything and absolutely absolutely nothing at the same time. I am sure it drove his parents crazy. When we got together at each other's houses, we'd watch movies or walk around outside. It was true, pure, innocent, young love at that. We were on and off until about the 8th or ninth grade and then completely went our separate ways. However, we always remained somewhat friends and would catch up here and there when we could, even now. Since him, I have had several other deep relationships who have molded my thoughts on love, marriage, children, and future happiness in one way or another, leading me to where I stand now. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is on the road to divorce. Yeah, I never thought I would say those words, especially after having two babies, two businesses, his and mine, a beautiful family, beautiful home, beautiful life of what I thought was real happiness and true love. I thought I married my soulmate and was one of the lucky ones to have met the love of my life and let my life unfold like you read about in books. Let's rewind again real quick. After high school, I went to cosmetology school full-time and college for business part-time. 
When I got my cosmetology license, I worked part-time in the same salon that I first started at and went to school for business full-time. In business school, I took the opportunity to study abroad in Italy, where I met amazing people, ate amazing food, and traveled all over Europe when I could. It was an amazing experience that I could talk and talk about for days. When I came home, I lived my 20s as one should. I was single for a period of time where I went to the clubs and bars with my girlfriends and guy friends, went on dates, met some real great men, and then great men that turned into not so great men, traveled with my friends to different places like Aruba and Vegas, and just lived my best single life. I also had a relationship who was the first and only man other than my husband who I had ever lived with and who taught me what my standards were in a man and a relationship. He was great, just not the one for me. And then I met my husband there in the apartment that I lived in with my ex before him. He lived on the top floor and I lived on the ground floor. Our dogs met first during a fire alarm in the building and that is how we met for the first time. Over the next couple of months, we befriended each other, broke up in our relationships and started to talk. After a little less than two months, he told me one night that he was going to marry me. I laughed and told him, no, I didn't want to ever be married. He told me he would change my mind. And after moving in with him upstairs, then buying and renovating our first house together, less than a year later, we were engaged. Sure, we had our fair share of ups and downs like any normal couple does, but the love we had for one another, I never thought would be broken. We were engaged for a little over two years, had a beautiful weekend wedding on Lake Winnipesaukee in New Hampshire, and thought we were just beginning the rest of our happily ever after lives together. Six short months later, and all within a year, we then fostered my cousin's daughter while she dealt with some personal issues. I had a miscarriage, then I got pregnant again. We decided to re-renovate our house once again and make it twice the size that it was so we could raise a family in it. My husband is a contractor, so it was more cost-effective than buying a new house. And then my husband had a falling out with his family company that he was running and decided to start his own company. And then COVID hit. We had to move into my parents' house while we finished our home to save money and to have the help of my parents while we had the baby in June of 2020. My husband's mom and stepdad were also a huge helping factor during all of this, especially when I had our first daughter. Becoming a new mom for the first time has its challenges. I wouldn't say I had postpartum depression, but it was definitely a learning curve, especially during COVID when everyone was stuck inside. Looking back now, while my husband was working late nights to finish our home, I would also expect him to play an equal role as husband and father and help me with the baby after long, long days of working. If I could turn back time, I would have cut him some more slack. I did not realize the wear, tear, and toll it was taking on him physically physically and mentally to do all of that at 100% capacity. At the time, I was only thinking about myself and our daughter. Since then, I also opened up my own salon with the help and investment of him and my mother-in-law and also had our second child months later, which had taken my full attention over, the com- over completely for about at least a year. We have had been nonstop and constantly going for the past four-ish years, and I thought we were finally getting to a place now that we could take a break from our busy lives and refocus our energy and priority back to each other, but it was already too late. By the time we both realized that our love for each other was on the back burner, it had already faded off into the sunset. I wanted so badly to repair and save the love that we once had, but after the back-and-forth fighting regarding our marriage, our love, our children, our life, divorce, and future expectations, the spiraling kept spiraling, and I realized I had lost myself. And here I am now, taking the steps to rebuild my life for me, for my kids, and for our future. 
It is now my number one goal moving forward to reclaim that independent woman, aka bitch, that I once was. The one who took a risk and moved to Italy knowing no one there and taking chances and doing what I wanted to do for myself and myself only. I reread the book Why Men Love Bitches by Sherry Argov and realized how far off I drifted from that person that I used to be. I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend, if you haven't already, to invest in that book and to read it. It will truly give you a perspective and a new perspective on what I mean when I say finding your inner bitch again. It is a guide and an amazing one at that on putting yourself first again and building up that confidence. I want to teach my daughters now that the most important relationship that they will ever have in this world is the one they have with themselves, with ourselves. Finding that confidence, drive, and passion will allow them and you and me to let no one break us, hurt us, or control us or our happiness ever or ever again. I am still on my journey back there too, and I want to take that journey together with you. I have moments of weakness and healing where I still feel broken and that I failed as a wife and a mother and as a partner in my marriage. Where did I go wrong? Can we just still fix it? Is this really happening? This can't happen to me. We're just starting our lives. This isn't the end to our story. And then there are times that I feel that I'm stronger, that I can do this, that I'll be better on the other side when I'm there, that I'll be okay. I needed this for myself and to find myself again, to be better. It is a roller coaster to say the least, but we are on it together. And for those of you going through similar situations or feelings, just know you got this. We're in this together. We'll make it through to the other side unscathed. I'll be tackling all obstacles on the way there, whether it has to do with the actual divorce, having children through divorce, the dating world now, the dating world with kids involved, what the future looks like for us, what do we want moving forward, learning who our true friends really are, and the importance of having them, family, and ways to just do and figure out you and us again. If there is something that is on your mind that you want to discuss, send me a DM at a bitch is born on Instagram and I'll do my best to bring them up in future episodes as well. So welcome to this new road ahead. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next week where we'll dig into more into the divorces themselves and how much harder they can emotionally, financially, and physically be when children are a factor. Have a wonderful week and let's set an intention for this week and remind yourself that you got this. Thanks for listening to A Bitch is Born podcast with Kara Sennett. Follow us on Instagram at A Bitch is Born.